Hey everyone, welcome to the Harvest Rochester podcast. Harvest Rochester is a non-denominational, Bible-believing, Christ-exalting church located in Rochester, Minnesota. My name is Brent Thomas. I am the worship and creative arts pastor at Harvest, and for the next few weeks, we will be discussing Harvest Momentum, an initiative in our church that has us relocating from Kellogg Middle School to John Marshall High School starting on April 14th. We'll be discussing details and logistics of that move, as well as leaning into the spiritual journey that God has us on. So fasten your seatbelts, everybody, because here we go. Hey, before we get started, I'm sure you're gearing up for Easter, which is happening in just a few weeks. Did you know that we have two opportunities to worship together that weekend? We will have a Good Friday service on April 19th at 6.30 p.m., where we will reflect on who we are because of what Jesus did. This is always a powerful time together. It's a more somber service. We ask that you wear black, come early, leave quietly. It allows us to experience the pain of the cross so we can know the joy of the empty tomb. Which leads us to Easter Sunday, 10 a.m. We throw a huge party. Every year we like to do what we call the cheer, where we reserve our loudest shout for the fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, which broke the curse of sin in our lives and allowed us to have eternal life. That sounds like something to get excited about. Bring signs, noisemakers, confetti, paint your face, do the whole thing, all right? All of this is happening at John Marshall High School. Good Friday, April 19th, 6.30 p.m., Easter Sunday, April 21st, 10 a.m., and more info is available at easteratharvest.com. All right, episode number two, we are approaching the final weekend at our current location, Kellogg Middle School, and then next Sunday, April 14th, we will be launching at John Marshall High School. It's so exciting to think about the possibilities and opportunities there, while it's also a little terrifying to walk towards the unknown. Change can be hard. And I'm the type of person who has a high need for change. Like if it ain't broke, let's break it just so we can put it back together and it might feel new. But through this process, even I have felt twinges of uh, what's happening. Why are we doing this? Is this the right decision? I kind of like what we have. What is that? What's in us that makes us crave and desire things to stay the same? My wife and I have two boys, Mason and Jackson. Mason is four years old, and Jax is coming up on two years old this July. And I remember when we had Mason, and literally everything changed, right? First kid, we were new parents. Jennifer and I were newly married still. And in the process leading up to Mason being born, we were excited, but we also had a lot of questions, How was the delivery going to go? What would he look like? What color hair would he have? Would he have hair? Would he have all his fingers and toes? What would our days look like going forward? What would our nights look like? Could we still do things together? Would we ever go on a date again, et cetera, et cetera? And then he came and, you know, you go through all of that and you kind of get to a sweet spot where we had sort of a rhythm to life and I knew what to expect and all that. And then Jackson showed up. 
And it was different. There wasn't as much fear, but all the same questions still applied. Things were changing. Our family was changing. I relate that a lot to this process. I had the privilege of being on the ground floor of what God has been building in Harvest Rochester. And I remember approaching launch Sunday and having a lot of excitement, but also a lot of fear and questions. And here we are almost eight years later, and we've kind of developed a routine and rhythm. We had some changes throughout those years for sure, but this kind of feels like we're having another kid. We know the answers to a lot of the questions, but there's always the unknown to deal with. I use that illustration because despite the unknowns and the fear that came with my kids, it was so worth it. I don't know why God has decided to give this knucklehead two amazing boys that I get to see grow up and develop into men, but he has. And actually, my wife is 13 weeks pregnant with number three, so he obviously wants to teach me more on this subject. I think the point is we try so hard to bring everything together and to get to the spot where we know exactly what's coming next, and we think that's where we will find a sense of wholeness and that will be accomplished. And I think, though, there... And again, these are just the musings of the day from me, but I think God has so much more for us than that. See, our God never changes, but he is in the business of changing us. And sometimes he uses circumstance and people and things and events to do the changing. And sometimes it's just a simple opportunity to step forward in faith and see that when it's faith versus fear, Faith wins out every time. So what does this change look like for our church? Last week, we talked through the Anchors and Allies Serving Initiative, and I want to recap that briefly and also talk about some nuances around it. And then I want to talk about how our small groups are going to become allies. So again, Anchors are serving in a ministry one to four times a month. A specific ministry, whether it be Harvest Kids, Welcome Team, High Impact Service Team, or Operations, and all the different roles within those. But that ministry is counting on you to be there at least once a month. You might be able to do more or ask for more, but we're saying the ground level of that anchor role is once a month, every month. Meaning if you're out of town or have to work or serving as an ally, we'll talk about that in a minute, on the week you would normally serve as an anchor, you're going to find another week to serve. Even saying that, it sounds like a high bar, but breaking it down, that means 12 out of 52, the church would be banking on you being there in a work for Christ role. 23% of the weekends you would be dedicated to this, which means more than 75% is available to attend church with your family, invite your friends and bring them, be out of town or work or serve as an ally. And then the ally role was really developed to help increase the amount of volunteers in Harvest Kids through our small groups. But the more we thought about it, the more we wanted to put an emphasis as well on creating a warm and welcoming environment on Sunday mornings from the parking lot to the worship center. So we think including Harvest Welcome Team in that rotation helps reinforce that culture. So all of our small groups are being encouraged to serve as allies six times a year. 
for and Harvest Kids to and Harvest Welcome. We think this is a great service project for every small group as we launch this new phase of our church. Now the question is, is this how it's going to be forever? The short answer is no. Right now, this serving initiative has the motto of serve where your faith family needs you. We need people to serve and harvest kids. We just do. We have over 120 kids showing up on a regular basis, and we're committed and ruthless about keeping the right ratios of adult volunteers to kids in each room and making sure our kids get the same thing as our adults, a high-impact worship service. And that requires high-impact volunteers. But as our church grows, we add services, etc., that serving initiative will change as well. So just know that this isn't a lifetime commitment, but it's a commitment to help it grow in a healthy way. And with every system or process, there is no one-size-fits-all. For instance, let's say you're an anchor in a ministry on the first week of the month but you're in a small group that is scheduled to serve in a different ministry and it lands on the first week of a particular month. Now what? Does Anchor trump Ally or does Ally trump Anchor? I think there are two answers. The first answer is nothing gets trumped. As an Anchor, I'm going to find another Anchor to switch with that month and go serve with my small group as an Ally and then serve as an Anchor another time that month. But let's say that can't happen. For some reason, you can't find anyone to switch with or whatever. This is the phrase we want. Kids wins. Again, this is a serve where your faith, family needs you mentality. The greatest need and the greatest opportunity is Harvest Kids. So kids wins. So if you're an anchor on the Usher team and you can't find anyone to switch with you and your small group is serving in kids, kids wins. Go to kids. Let the team lead know in advance, of course, but kids wins. The team lead and the staff can use their time and connections to fill that spot. Or let's say you're an anchor in Harvest Kids and your small group is scheduled to serve and welcome and you can't find another anchor to switch with. Yep, you got it. Kids wins. See the need, meet the need, kids wins. Now, I've talked about small group a lot and how they will serve as allies, but if you're not in a small group, maybe you're thinking, is there a place for me? Absolutely. If you have the capacity to serve as an ally, either on top of being an anchor or instead of being an anchor, that's awesome. It works the same way. We'll schedule you based on the need throughout the year and send you the weekends well in advance where you'd be serving as an ally. So anchors and allies, hopefully that gives you some good insight on how we think this plan will flesh out over the next few weeks and months. If you haven't yet, please fill out the anchors and allies card so we can get you connected to the right teams. You can fill out a digital version at harvestrochester.org momentum. The last thing I want to talk about on this episode is another change that will happen as far as what Sunday mornings look like. Because as of right now, if you serve at one service, either 8.30 or 10.30, you can attend and fully participate in the other service. Obviously, moving to one service at 10 a.m. at John Marshall High School, that option is removed. And having you attend church regularly is a huge priority for us. In Harvest Kids, we encourage our anchors to not serve more than once a month so they can attend the other three weeks. Sometimes there are special services, Good Friday, for instance, where we might have a second ask, but that's the exception, not the rule. 
Harvest Welcome might have people serving two or three times a month. And that can be a little more sustainable because those rules allow for attending the service they are serving at. They just might miss 15 minutes or so. And there's some other ministry rules that look just like that. And the greatest good is that we would all worship together every week. We know that serving is worship, but being in a room with the leaders and everyone around you, singing together, praying together, being fed by God's word, and then living sent on mission, it needs to happen every single week. So if that's the priority, we wanted to make sure that it happened every week for our volunteers. So I'm excited to introduce the Harvest Huddle. Harvest Huddle is a 30-minute gathering designed specifically for our volunteers that will happen every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. We will worship together, hear a quick devotional from one of our pastors, spend time in prayer, and then break out to our specific roles 30 minutes before service starts in time to meet guests and prepare for what God has for us that morning. So we hope you'll plan this into your Sunday schedule when you serve. We'll meet in the auditorium. You can just bring your kids in with you. It will be really informal and more about the community with each other than anything else. Harvest Huddle, 9 a.m., starting on April 14th. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Harvest Rochester podcast. If you want more info, you can check out harvestrochester.org or follow us on social media at Harvest Rochester. We are praying for God to continue to use us in the mission of making disciples for his glory. We'll be back next week with a final installment talking about Harvest Momentum. And remember, you are loved.